This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network, hosted by Pete Lutz. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Hi there, and welcome to Sonic Society episode 476. I'm your host, Jack Ward. David Alt is out this week saving Queen and Country. Apparently he's taken on the role of double O-Ought. Remember when we did the Sonic Society in the aughts? Oh, those were the days. At any rate, we're barreling towards the end of Sonic Society season 11. Can you believe it? Can you believe all the great audio drama we've had this year? But, I, you know, I say that every year because every year we keep getting new companies and great favorites bringing out new wonderful productions. There are also some companies that pod fade and our hearts go out to the makers who, for whatever reasons, have ceased to make. So take this time to consider what audio drama you'd love to hear. If you're not inclined to write or produce yourself, then get an email to us at sonicsociety at gmail.com and give us an idea as to what you'd like to hear. We'll read the letters over the air, and maybe one of the main producers who makes this glorious art form will get an idea or two from your suggestions. I mean, what could go wrong? That's sonicsociety at gmail.com. But tonight, I'm sentimental for some cheese. But not just any cheese. Cheese with bagels and schlocks. So our double feature tonight is from Radio Project X out of sunny Toronto, Ontario, with Invasion of the Cheese Men and the triumphant return of Charles E. Pratt and Richard Froelich and the latest of Texas Radio Theater's production of Schlock Audio. Oh, cheesy goodness, right here on the Sonic Society. You are listening to a Radio Project X podcast. For more, go to radioprojectx.com. The place, Springtown, USA. The situation, soon to be very dire indeed. Yes, it's once again time for Unearthly Thrills as Unearthly Thrills presents the invasion of the Cheese Men. Can the Earth survive? But more importantly, can you survive without the clean, smooth taste of Alamo cigarettes? A team of highly trained computationists are computabulating the data now. And as we thought, the answer is no. So come on, kids over 13 and three quarters. Light up an Alamo and brace yourself for the invasion of the cheese men. Professor Richardson. What is it, Miss Chapin? Miss Paxton is here to see you. Send her in. 
Hello, Kurt. Hello, Jane. <laughs> I'm nearly done with work. I just have to tabulate this data. Then we can go to dinner. Did you know there was a small, barely reported earthquake on the outskirts of town two weeks ago? No, I didn't. And all I found at the site was a door frame in a field. And some strange radioactivity. Very odd. You and your work. I'm glad you're taking a break from your lab to come to the fair tomorrow. Ah, yes. The Springtown County Fair. This year's theme is cheese from around the world. And what do we know about cheese? It causes you to repeat. Misshapen. <laughs> Please, get off the intercom. Uh, but what else about cheese, Jane? See, repeating. I'll tell you what else about cheese, Jane. Now, did you know the saying, you can't melt cheese twice, means some things that can only be done once? Oils leach out during the first melting and are gone, leaving the non-meltable solids behind. <sighs> Fascinating. Liar. Come here. <laughs> Nearly done, Mr. Swapnil. Oh, oh, look out! Oh, be careful with those crates. Sorry, sorry. Are you all right? Let me just get off of me. Now get that crate into the main tent with the rest of them. And be careful. Oh, unbelievable. I can't believe it. <laughs> That's the last of them. Say, Mr. Swampnell, these things weigh a ton. What's in them? Yeah, never you mind. Or can't I just have a quick peek? No, don't touch that. Um, I, I mean, uh, it, it's cheese. It, it's just cheese. <laughs> for the county fair. Yeah, don't concern yourself with it. Look, let me pay you for your work today. Uh, are you sure it's just cheese? Because when I was driving, I swear I heard voices in the back of the truck. You're, um, probably just overworked, Bob. Uh, Bob, is it? Bob? Yeah. yeah. Who ever heard of talking cheese, am I right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. You're right. You're right. Talking cheese. What a thought. Yeah. Hey, uh, here's an extra five bucks. Hey, go get those voices checked out. Or uh, buy some flowers for your wife. I don't really care. Oh, we will do, Mr. Swampnell. Good night. Good night. Is he gone yet? And if he wasn't... How was asking, is he gone yet, from inside the crate a good idea? Wasn't it bad enough the truck driver thinks he heard your soldiers talking en route? En route? I'm pretty sure it was English, Swapnil. Since coming to your Earth two weeks ago, we've mastered the most common of your languages. English, Cherokee, and mi parolas Esperantan. Esperanto? It will be useful once we conquer the Earth. Si vous comprenez, avez-vous tasse de café? I don't want a cup of coffee. I want to discuss your plans, Micknick Picknick. No one uses my full name. Um, sorry. Oh, get up. It's not a thing. It's just that hardly anyone can pronounce it. I don't know why. It just rolls off the tongue. Don't you think? Micknick Picknick. Micknick Picknick. Kind of nice. <laughs> King of the cheese men. Oh, look. There goes our glorious leader. Micknick Picknick. <laughs> Now help me get my second-in-command, Bonchester, and the rest of my soldiers out of these crates. Voices. Ha. Mr. Swampnell's right. I must have imagined it. Oh, wait. I left my delicious Alamo cigarettes in the tent. How could I not remember the Alamo? 
Hello? I forgot my... What the? Bah! Harry S. Truman! Those crates are full of soldiers! I knew I heard talking! He's seen us. And he's using the president's name as an interjection. Manchester! Yes, sir! <laughs> you know what to do. Ah! Bonchester, I was thinking maybe grab him and tie him up. Oh, sorry. Um, where did he go? He has been disintegrated. Ah, oh, jeez. Well, this is just great. Now we'll have to cover our tracks. We'll have to move his truck or people will ask questions. I'll go drive it into the gorge and push it in. No need. Step outside. The truck will now drive itself into the gorge. Yeah, why didn't you just disintegrate it? We have many rays, Mr. Swapnil. Now come, there are many more crates to open. You don't happen to have a crate opening ray on that thing, do you? No. Ah. Sir, the cheese soldiers are ready! Good work, Bonchester. The invasion of Earth begins. We will hide amongst the cheeses of the world at the Springtown County Fair, and when the time is right, attack. Um, little thing. Um, you're not forgetting it was me who set this all up, right? <laughs> Though, uh, to be honest, I only built that teleportal on the outskirts of town as a hobby. I had no idea it would actually connect Earth to another planet. Who do you think took out the three-line classified ad with bold headings selling the blueprints in popular mechanics? <laughs> and stop worrying, Swapnil. You will be taken care of. You mean rewarded? Yes, Taken care of. Okay, wait a minute. See, see, in English, uh, taken care of's got many meanings, McNick. Uh, does he mean taken care of? You know, in the in the literal sense. Relax, Mister Swampnil. You'll get what's coming to you. <laughs> Sorry, out of space phone call from my home planet. Hello? Picarino. My wife. Well, yes, a, a little bit busy, actually. Invasion tomorrow, remember? She... She what? Well, put her in a cold room for a couple of hours. Ugh. My daughter, Bree. Got too close to an open flame. There goes her chances of marrying up. <laughs> Kids today have no, no matter how many times you tell them about the dangers of heat. The troops are ready for inspection, sir. Then come. Let me inspect my cheese men. The earth will not invade itself. Or will it? Of course it won't. Or will it? You'll have to stay tuned to find out. We'll be back with more unearthly thrills after a word from our sponsor. Hey, house husband. <gasps> oh, please put your pants on. All right, if I have to. There. Thanks. Let's start again. <clears throat> Leaving your pants on. <sighs> 
the door opening than... Hey, house husband, tired of dishes? Of course. That's because you're doing them the old-fashioned way. If I were, my wife would be doing them. No. <laughs> I mean, you're using hot, soapy water and a cloth. If there's any other way, I'd like to hear it. Try Donaldson's dish cubes. What? Just a drop of Donaldson's dish cube into the water containing dirty dishes, and Albin W. Barkley, your dishes are clean. There must be more to it than just saying the vice president's name. Nope. Well, yes. Each Donaldson's dish cube is actually a compressed, dehydrated school of piranhas. When you drop one in water... It instantly expands, and the piranhas attack your dishes, eating every last morsel of stuck-on food. That's fast. And clean. Uh, I got a question. And clean. Did I mention clean? Uh, but I just want to be able to get it. So very, very clean. I can't get at my dishes with all those piranhas in there. Um, Donaldson's dish cubes. Uh, maybe uh, these oven mitts will protect me. We didn't say anything about oven mitts. Flimsy oven mitts are not an effective defense against activated dish cubes. Do not use oven mitts. Do not use dish cubes in the bath. Dish cubes and ice cubes, while similar in size and shape and sharing the last word, are not interchangeable. Do not go swimming with a pocket full of dish cubes. Do not go in the rain carrying a pocket full of dish cubes. Why the heck are you carrying a pocket full of Donaldson's dish cubes? Why? Dish cubes may not actually work as described in this advertisement. Too bad. So sad. That's life. That's the way the cookie crumbles, etc. Though cookie crumbles will be easily cleaned with dish cubes. We think. Uh, maybe my other hand. Oh, oh my hand! Available in the lethal pet aisle of your local grocery or the food section of your local building supply. Now that's clean. And now, part two of Alamo Cigarettes presentation of Unearthly Thrills' presentation of The Invasion of the Cheese Men. <laughs> Kirk Richardson, I thought you were taking me to dinner. All right, Jane, let me get my coat. Thumping. At the door. At this hour? It's too late for thumping. Maybe Miss Shapin forgot something. She thumps a pretty good door, but not that pretty good. Mm. Now listen here, I'm a reasonable man, but... Help! Please! <gasps> Jane, give me a hand. It's Mr. Prigg. And he's in a bad way. Help me get him to this chair. Mr. Prigg, wake up. Mr. Prigg! What? I'm awake! Stop slapping me! Wake up! Stop hitting me! I think he's trying to say something. Stop slapping me! He's not making sense. Here, hold his hand over this Bunsen burner. What? Oh, no! <laughs> Ow! Why would you do that? Ah, he's coming around. Mr. Prigg, do you know where you are? Well, of course I do, Professor Richardson. Something terrible is about to happen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Start at the beginning. All right, I was born in Toadsuck, Arkansas, and not I Not that to... far back. How were you hurt? You held my hand over an open flame. Prior to that. Ah, well, I was walking home from after helping set up at the fairgrounds for tomorrow's big county fair, and, and darned it if I didn't get near run down by a glowing truck. Bob Smith's truck, you know, from out on Line 64. Carry He's got on, the, okay, and the, the darn thing is, it wasn't being driven by no one. 
So someone was driving it. Who? No one. Fred, no one. No, there wasn't anyone driving the truck. It's like it was uh, driving itself. I threw myself into the ditch to avoid getting run down. And that's how you were hurt? No, I landed on a hobo and he beat me up. What happened to the truck? This so-called self-driving truck? Oh, it drove itself into the Starvedon Gorge. Something's going on, and I found this on the road. It fell off the truck, I guess. What is it? Oh, rind. Waxy rind, like you'd find on very expensive cheese. Just as I thought. What? Rind. Waxy rind. (laughs) But from no very expensive cheese I've ever tasted. Jane, ring Mrs. Smith. Hear if Bob has come home tonight. Yes, Kurt. Now, what on earth would make a truck drive itself into the Starvedon Gorge? Wait, did you say the truck was glowing? Yeah, I did. Pass me that Geiger counter. This thing? Here you go. Just as I thought. This cheese is radioactive. Probably shouldn't have put it in your mouth, then. Nonsense. If Hiroshima taught us anything, it's that only the Japanese and other enemies of the United States are affected by radiation. You know, I didn't get that. What's incredibly odd is that this cheese has the same radiation I detected at that earthquake site two weeks ago. Did you know there was a small, barely reported earthquake on the outskirts of town two weeks ago? Bob hasn't been home. His dinner is stone cold, which Mrs. Smith says is all right because it's only potato salad. She's a bit worried about Bob, though. We'll have to call the police. Police! Oh, here he's speaking. This is Professor Kurt Richardson from the Seismology Lab at Springtown University calling. A man is missing, his truck has been driven into the Star of Then Corge, and I've just eaten radioactive cheese. We need your help. Oh, really? And is this the same Professor Kurt Richardson who called in last month about a cloning scare? No. <laughs> I'm not convinced. So save your stories. I'm busy making arrangements for the county fair tomorrow. That's what I'm calling about. I think something sinister is happening at the fairground. Something terrible might happen tomorrow. Yes, and we'll be there if it does, Egghead. Now why don't you go back to comparing how big one thing is relative to another? (laughs) That's not what seismology is. Sure it isn't, Professor. Sure it isn't. (laughs) He didn't believe a word I said. What are we going to do? Oh, we have to do something. Yes, but what? Something. There must be a connection between that earthquake, this cheese, and what's happening at or near the fairgrounds. And we have to find out what that condition is. I'm afraid we won't be going for dinner tonight, Jane. There's work to be done. Oh, figures. I'm hungry, too. We'll order in. Now, hand me that map. And a smooth-smoking Alamo from my coat pocket. They'd better figure out something, unless they want to be known forever as the folks who failed to stop the invasion of the Cheesemen. And who wants that? I don't know! Stay tuned for the exciting conclusion following this word from our sponsor. Friends, this program has probably got you too scared to eat cheese, huh? All the better for us. Have you heard about new meat loafios? From the makers of your lunchbox favorites, boxed beef, cup of confit, and porky potato pops, comes the new lunch sensation meat loafios. A team of scientists, together with the help of ten moms... Formed a tasty meatloaf into a roll. And sliced it into convenient rings. Yes. 
Pack one, pick one up for those delicious discs in Junior's or Hubby's Lunchbox so they can enjoy their suppertime favorite for lunch. Mmm. <laughs> Meat loafios are preserved with nutritious iodized salt and filled with dehydrated iodized salt-filled ketchup. Each meat loafio contains enough protein for one day and enough sodium for a whole month. A super value during these times of post-war shortages. And less time is wasted with bothersome urination. So make meat lo- So make the most of your grocery budget and your lunches. Try meat loafios. Find them at your local supermarket or finer livestock feed mills everywhere. If you want a meat that beats your grocery woes, fling a ring and sing meat loafios. And now, the exciting conclusion of the invasion of the cheese men. Jane! Jane, over here! Oh, hi, Mr. Prig. Gosh, it's busy here at the fair. Sure is. Now, I've got the steak and the hammer like the professor asked, and I've marked the spot. Now, I wish I knew exactly what he's got in mind. Uh, say, uh, where is the professor? Oh, he snuck into the main tent. He said he had one more thing to check on. Well, he'd better hurry. Police Chief O'Weary is about to make his opening remarks. Well, Swapnil? Fair day. There's a huge crowd outside. Excellent. Soldiers, are you concealed amongst this vast selection of cheeses? Yes, sir. <laughs> With our cheese-like dermis, we'll go unnoticed until we attack. All hail Mick Nick Damn it! Just get in place, alright? The police chief's about to make his opening speech. An invasion force? That explains everything. The cheese from the truck was radioactive because it came through that door frame at the earthquake site two weeks ago. And the earthquake itself was probably caused by a large mass, like this alien army moving through that same doorframe. And the strange radioactivity was probably caused by some sort of interplanetary portal being opened to let the alien army through. And that doorframe was probably the portal, built by that man aiding the aliens. Bob the truck driver must have discovered the plot and been disposed of, then his truck driven to the Star of the Gorge. Where is he? Hurry, Kurt! Uh, top of the mid-afternoon to ya. I'm Police Chief O'Weary. It's great to see so many of you here at the Springtown County Fair. It's a great day. A great day for an invasion from another planet. What? You! It's that clone the police shot last month! <laughs> what? No, wait, listen to me. Do not go near the cheese. The cheese is deadly. Earth is about to be invaded by cheese men. Do not go into that tent. Oh, cheese men is it? What are you talking about? Our good friend here is a wee bit soft-boiled. Spent too much time with his telescopes. I'm a seismologist! Please, please remain calm. There's no threat. Look, I'll open the tent myself. No, don't! See? Nothing to fear. It's just cheese. <laughs> Attack, my cheese men. Attack! Over here, Jane. Is this a prank in the right spot? Looks like 
looks like it. Time to end this. Nick, 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 Nick. Who's that? How do you know my name? Let me shoot him, sir! No, not yet. Well, you may have routed us. You may have put everything together through a series of very unlikely coincidences. But you cannot defeat us. We have raised! Shut up, Bonchester. <laughs> Say your piece, Earthman. I know how your race likes to pontificate in the face of death. My name is Professor Kurt Richardson, not Earthman, Picnicnic. You actually know very little about Earth. If you had done your research, you'd know that Springtown is so named because it is situated on top of underground hot springs. And if we know one thing about cheese, Jane? You can't melt cheese twice. Exactly. Now, Mr. Prig, hammer that stake into the ground. Directly into the hot springs. Ah! Hot springs! No, several weeks of planning! The soldiers are melting! Curse you, Earthlings! Curse you and your subterranean heat sources and your overly inquisitive seismologists! Curse you! Welcome. Welcome to the American Melting Pot, Micnic Picnic Nick! Fondue for everyone! <laughs> Mr. Prig, what word from the county jail? gone and locked Swamp Mill away for a very long time. Why do you think he did it, Kurt? Colluded? Well, obviously it was colluded, but why did he do it? <laughs> it was probably natural curiosity, quickly overtaken by blind ambition and greed. Throw in the thrill of building anything from blueprints ordered from a classified ad in Popular Mechanics and you're just asking for disaster. But whatever the reason, it's up to everyone. Be they a seismologist, day laborer, girlfriend of seismologist, and part-time stenographer. Yes, at your uncle's accounting firm. In any case, it's up to us all to remain always vigilant. Humanity has fought many years in wars against each other, but today we learned that we may have to fight wars against invaders from other worlds. Cheese and crackers, anyone? <laughs> no thanks. I'll pass. A cheese makes me repeat. What? A cheese makes me repeat. You too, huh? Misshapen. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Unearthly Frozen's Invasion of the Cheesemen. Take the week to stock up on smooth-smoking Alamo cigarettes and tune in next time when different aliens attempt to cover the Earth with gravy and holidays in an episode we simply had to call Attack of the Flying Sociés. A good night! Thank you. Let's hear, hear it for Flash Pulp, our very special sporting act. Paul Crocker on keyboard. And our very talented guest singer, Jen Cook. We are Radio Project X, and we are back on the second Tuesday of every month, July 10th next month. We hope to see you all out, and thank you very much for joining us. Tonight's project was written by Peter Church, Sean Wayne Doyle, and Neil Jones.
and performed by Claire Armstrong, Peter Church, John Fleming, Marie Jones, Andrew Knowlton, and Scott Watkins, with original music by Paul Crocker. Radio Project X is a copyrighted production, and all rights are reserved by its creators, Peter Church, Sean Wayne Doyle, and Neil Jones. For more information, please contact our website at radioprojectx.com or contact us at info at radioprojectx.com. In Toronto on July 10th, come see our all-new live show at the Black Swan with musical guest Jen Cook and be part of the audience for our next recording. That's Tuesday, July 10th at 8 p.m. at the Black Swan, 154 Danforth Avenue. Welcome, masochistic minions of the mediocre. I am Victor, your humble host. It pleases me that you wish to observe my latest creation. It's over here. But I must warn you, the cheese is still very, very hot. Its body is not normal. Its mind is not governed by the same sense of logic that you or I may be accustomed to. In other words, it's bad is better. It's cheap is chic. And more often than not, its plot is pointless. But its heart is in the right place, mostly. And I assure you, it is not dangerous. In fact, I considered watching it to be a guilty pleasure. <laughs> Come, it is just behind this curtain. Are you ready? Make sure to adjust your audio goggles, because the latest Son of Schluck Audio Theater is on the air! So, so what's the surprise? No clue. Did he tell you? Nope. Hmm, I just got a note saying be here at 8 p.m. Look over there. Isn't that Victor and Bigor peeking at us through the curtain? Oh, yeah, yeah Victor's making his way to the podium now. <coughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. It's so good to see all of you again, my dear friends. Yes, it's been an age or two since we've been together, hasn't it? Well, I brought you here tonight to make a truly fabulous announcement. My friends, Schlock Audio Theater is back and ready to embrace the wonders of the 21st century. Testing, hello? Of course, Master. Obviously, you have stunned your friends into silence with this good news. Yes, well, let's get on with it then. As you may recall, we've spent many a wonderful evening together in this very room watching classic horror and science fiction movies for my 8mm film collection, which I, your ever-humble host and servant, have made personal commentary on to enrich your movie-watching experience. Unfortunately, when Mildula, my beloved sister, died again this year, I had to sell my projector and movies to cover the costs of her reinterment. It appears that I mistakenly believe that a one-time burial fee covers any redos. I won't be making that mistake thrice, let me tell you. (laughs) 
Anyways, so Mildula is resting in peace again. The burial is paid for, and I had just enough money left over to buy a rakyu. A what? A rukyu? No. Rukyu? Sorry. A damn rukyu. Uh-uh. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I forgot which one of us is the brilliant scientist slash mad genius, and which one of us is the horribly deformed, low-browed, myopic, pea-brain test-tube-rinser. By all means, Bigor, please give us the correct pronunciation of this marvelous device. A thousand apologies, Master. Don't you mean Master? Master. But isn't it called a Roku? Roku. Very well, but how is anyone to know? I mean, I don't speak Chinese, do you? Japanese. Japanese? You speak Japanese? The Roku is a Japanese word, not Chinese. Master. Just how did you know all of this, Bigor? I haven't given you a new brain in 20 years or more. I know you're not getting any smarter on your own. I looked it up on your if-un. I-fun? By grab, Thorshamner. Skip it. Just, just go over there and prepare to start the equipment. One moment, Master. This should be a pleasure. No more flimsy film to spill a burn. No more popping projector bulbs. We are truly living in the push-button age. How exciting. How exciting! Okay, Bigor, dim the lights and turn on the Roku! Wow! 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 The Roku can't find the Wi-Fi. There's no signal, Master. No signal? What is this no signal? How can there be no Wi-Fi signal? Check to see if they remember to put the Wi-Fi in the box that the Roku came in. Fix it, Vigor! I found the Wi-Fi, but now it says you must pair the Roku with your television and... I don't care what you have to do, just make the damn thing work, Vigor. <laughs> You have done well, Bigor. Let's pick up a few of the free channels to add to our lineup, shall we? Oh, horror, Master. Horror. That sounds good. Oh, let's hear screams, the rattling of chains, the moaning of the torture and the damned. You never got over your first wife, did you, Bigor? Anyway, our guests are waiting. Now pick and be quick about it. American horror film classics. That one, Master. Excellent! And now, another! Oh, fantastic science fiction adventures! That one, too! Very well! Make a final selection and we'll get started! Mm. Oh, yes! The Girl of Gore and Cheese Network! That'll do, Bigor. <laughs> attention, everyone! Attention, my friends! I believe we are ready to get underway. After Bigor begins tonight's random feature... He will be around to refresh your drinks and to serve you refried spam, so enjoy Bigor Roku the Film! It's the creeping terror of the Pluto plant creature invasion! Creature invasion! Invasion! Oh, oh. 
brother. Oh, you said it. You poor dear, you look awfully tired. Yeah, it's 4.30 in the morning. We've been driving all night. You know, I just can't believe we're already on our way home from our honeymoon. I know. It's been... Heavens, Martin! You hear that? Look! Look up in the sky! Can you see it? Golly! What is it? I think it's coming down! There's a strange light coming from whatever it is. Oh my lord, it's bright! I can't see! Martin, be careful! Sandy. Sandy? Are you okay, sweetie? Yeah, I think I think so. Shucks. It won't start. We gotta ditch the car, honey. I think that thing that ran us off the road was a UFO. It landed close by. See the lights in the field? I don't know about you, but I don't want to be here when whoever was flashing us with those lights comes looking for us. We're going to have to make a run for it. Let's go. Oh, man. It's a commercial already. No wonder this channel is free. It's 3 a.m. and you're watching old public domain movies that wouldn't be fit to torture prisoners with in Guantanamo Bay. Something tells me that you may have erectile dysfunction. Don't feel bad about it. We're here to help. See Brad sitting here in completely nonsensical matching bathtubs with his wife? Notice how they're much younger and more attractive than you are? See them holding hands and looking out at a beautiful sunset? You wouldn't know that Brad suffers from E.D., would you? That's because Brad is smart. Brad consulted his doctor and discovered that a 3,000 milligram dose of Stiphanol one time a day was right for him. Is Stiphanol right for you? Call 1-800-STIPHANOL for a free brochure. Don't let E.D. be the E.N.D. of the sex life you deserve. Call now. I really hate commercials. I guess we have to suffer through another one. Hi, Cindy. Oh, hello, Bill. You know, Cindy, I've got tickets to the... No, forget it. Not interested. But why? Frankly, Bill, balding men are repulsive. (gasps) Do you want to be bald and repulsive? Or do you want more out of your life? More job satisfaction? More respect? More women? You can have all those things when you have more hair. Hair Wiz! The first spray-on adhesive hair in an aerosol can is here to make your life fuller and more attractive. Call or click us today at 1-888-001-9999 or on the web at www.hairwiz.com. Live your life to the fullest. The movie's back, Master. Shh, let's listen. 
can't run anymore. I have to stop and breathe. <sighs> I know, but we can't stop for long. Those, those things are slithering along right behind us. Did you see them? They're hideous. How does a creature that looks like a plant crossed with a shag carpet even pilot a UFO? Well, I... Uh, uh, rhetorical question, dear. Um, we've got to make it to a farmhouse so that we can call my father. But your dad's a sheriff in a tiny little one gas station town, Sweet Muffin. Wouldn't it be better if we notified the army about this? I mean, what's one cop car and two policemen going to do against an alien incursion? Shh. Listen. What is it? The aliens. They're catching up. That's not all. I can see them now that dawn is on the horizon. Oh my gosh, Martin. They're carrying ray guns. Run, baby. Run! Ah! Baby, sweetie, wake up! Ouch! Carlos, we have captured two humans that will serve our purposes nicely. Summon the spacecraft and prepare for experiment 27. This is outrageous. How can you watch anything with all these insipid interruptions? Free seldom really means free, Master. So true, Bigor. Ah, well. It's so sad about Jennifer. Dead at 45. So unexpected. She's leaving behind a husband and three kids. And the worst part of it is, Jennifer had no funeral insurance. No insurance? Poor Roger and the kids. That's just terrible. How will they cope? Dying is bad enough, but sticking your loved ones with a big funeral bill is just rude! Don't be that person! Buy before you die! Final expenses are costly, and you don't want to be remembered for all the wrong reasons! At Dirt Nap & Associates, we provide many low-cost payment plans so that you can have the funeral you deserve, and your loved ones aren't forced to take you to the local landfill in a cardboard box. Everyone wins! Call the number on your screen today! Because tomorrow may be too late. You know, Bigor, I should have gotten some of that for Mildula, right? Bigor? Oh, it's back, ladies and gentlemen! Oh, what's, ha what's happened? Thank God you're alive! Sandy, baby, what's happening to us? I can't move. The, the straps on this gurney are some sort of metal. I can't budge them. Me either, Muffin. These aliens that abducted us are from Pluto. I'd been talking to their leader while you were still unconscious. He says they plan on harvesting our organs and selling them to the Space Triangle Syndicate. Why? What for? Well, according to NARD-362, our organs make the best cosmetics in the universe. I don't want to be Martian makeup. Oh, no. Oh, Muffin, don't cry. Silence, humans. Your ordeal is nearly over. We will give you 10 or 15 minutes with which to say goodbyes and inevitably brought your improbable escape, of course. After that, I'll press this button over here and you will both simply go to sleep forever. On the bright side, some three-headed shield beast on the bourbon asteroid is going to look simply fantastic wearing the process matter from your planet. You fiend! 
I'll escape, and when I do... What is this? What happened to the Roku? Damn this infernal device! No signal? Bigor! Where is Bigor? Bigor! Get in here this instant! One moment, Master! According to war with your microwave ray gun! Get in here now, you witless little troll! Oh, oh yes, Master! I hope you're happy. Look at the TV screen. You've killed the Wiffy with a stray blast of microwaves. I... Oh, um... Oh, I'm so, so sorry, Master! I only wish to enjoy a crunchy snack with the movie. Well, this has been a complete disaster. Hookup problems, endless commercials, lost signals. I was better off with flimsy film and ancient projectors. Very well. Tonight may not have succeeded, but I vow to you that my next project will. Unfortunately, I will require your collection of highway debris to build a magnificent Faraday cage. No, please, Master. It's taken me so long to amass my collection. Sorry, but perhaps you will think twice next time before firing off my microwave death ray without my permission. <sighs> will this Faraday cage keep the next wifey we trap from escaping? <laughs> no, Bigor. I have other plans for the Faraday cage that you needn't concern yourself with. Now, dismiss our distinguished guests and help me in the laboratory. Go away, everybody. Go. You can leave. This Son of Schlock audio theater production was produced by the Texas Radio Theater Company and may not be reproduced or duplicated without permission. It was written by Charles Pratt Jr. Featuring the audio talents of Reg Platt as the Count and Brian Douglas as Bigor. Also in the cast, Larry Groby, Libby Mitchell, Susan McMath Platt, Ken Rainey, and Donna Safran. It was produced and edited by Richard Froelich and the Texas Radio Theater Company for the love of modern audio drama. Any donations now and in the future will be greatly appreciated. Please find us on Facebook or TexasRadioTheater.com. Thanks so much for listening, and remember to watch more radio. And that's this week's show. Please join us next week as David and I bring you more awesome audio for the final countdown of shows before the end of Season 11 of the Sonic Society. Find us on Twitter at The Sonic Society or Astro Tour 2010. Enter the conversation at Audio Drama Radio Drama Lovers or The Sonic Society Facebook groups. Look for news and info on tonight's show and others at sonicsociety.org. And it would help us and all the audio world immensely if you could please write us a nice review on iTunes and Stitcher. You know, the more people who find us, the more people who listen to everything that's out there. And isn't that a good thing? I think it is. But for now, until next week, for David Alt and myself, good night and enjoy great audio drama. The Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. 
All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network always means a potpourri of entertainment, drama, comedy, action. Whew, it really stimulates the mind, don't it? Well, a great way to get your mind back into neutral gear is to catch Bells in the Battery on Friday Follies and Sunday Showcase. Silliness is the best cure for mental stimulation. Bells in the Battery. Always odd, always family-friendly. If only I could convince my family to listen to it. (laughs) 